We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, it says, The serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Now, the word serpent there in some of the translations is poisoner. The poisoner. He poisoned their tongue because of their disobedience in disobeying God. Words was what created all things. And the enemy knew, Satan knew, that he had to get to the tongue of God's creation to poison the whole world. And it was through this, through this fall of man, that he lost control of his tongue. You know that God did not create man, give him a tongue and a voice to be set on fire of hell and to be full of deadly poison. It was brought about by the fall. It was brought about by the poisoning of his tongue because of what Satan brought into the earth and brought rebellion upon all mankind, or sin upon all mankind. Now, notice here in verse 23, Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and flaming sword, which turneth every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Now, here's something that's very interesting. I think we mentioned it in one of the other sessions. I think it'd be good that we look a little further into it. The fact that God says in verse 22 where he said, Lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and live forever. Now, this phrase seemingly doesn't fit here because God has already said you're going to die the day you eat of the fruit. He's already eaten of the fruit. But notice here, God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil, and now lest he put forth his hand. Now, after he sinned, there was a possibility that he could put forth his hand and eat of the tree of life and live forever in that sinful state. Now, just stop and imagine for a little bit what it would mean if every person that is ever born in this earth was still alive today, especially wicked people. In no way of escaping sin or sickness or disease, there would be no death if he had eaten of the tree of life. It would have been hell on earth. So God drove him out of the garden. Now the thing that we need to see here and recognize, and I want to kind of bring this all together, so you can see the point that we're driving at when we get into the next chapter where we talk about Noah's covenant. Let's back up and review for just mentally for a little bit. God gave Adam dominion in the earth. He was created to have dominion over the earth. Actually, he was created to be God over the earth. Second Corinthians 4, 4, the apostle Paul made this statement referring to Satan. He said, whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Now, you see, where in the world did Satan get the title of being God of the world? Well, he got it from Adam. That's the only place he could have gotten it, because he was never God of the world, uh, the world that we know, and uh, he got it from Adam. So what Paul says is that Satan is now considered 
God of the world system. Now, he's not our God, but he's God of the world system. Now, if you understand that, it helps you understand why the things go like they do in the earth. And there's so many people, dear, precious people that love God with all their heart, but they believe that everything that happens in the earth is caused by God. But no bigger lie has ever been told. No, God's not behind everything that happens in the earth. The devil is behind many of the things that are happening. All that kills, steals, and destroys, Satan is behind it. And if it has anything to do with life and giving it more abundantly, Jesus is behind it. So the dividing line must come there. We must understand. The keys to understanding these things are found here in the first three chapters of Genesis. That it was not the will of God that Adam sinned. It couldn't have been because God said, don't do it. Now, you know, that's pretty plain when God says don't do it. And somebody said, yeah, but God allowed it. Well, now, what do you mean when you say God allowed it? Well, what they mean is that God didn't slap the apple or orange or whatever it was out of his hand and stop him from eating it. Well, that wasn't God's place to do that. Man could make his own choice. God had given him the right to the choice. God did everything he could do under the agreement that he had with man to stop him when he said don't do it. God has done all he'll do with you concerning sin when he says, don't sin. Don't do it. In other words, God's not going to stop you from doing things that are wrong. You make your own choice. So you see, that's a cop-out when people says, well, you know, God allowed it. So maybe God didn't make me sick, but God allowed it. No, God didn't allow it. God, (laughs) let me tell you something. Now, this may sound strange to some of you, but If you'll think on it, you'll understand it. God will allow anything you will allow. Because, you see, it's really not up to God. It's up to you to make the decision. God's not going to make the decision for you. He'll allow you to die with cancer or anything else, and grow a toenail if you're willing to die with it. But, see, you have to make a choice. It's not God's will that that happened to you, but it will happen to you if you don't resist the devil. You know, I mean... Some things will happen to you if you don't resist the devil. So it's not a matter of being God's will. It's a matter of whether you acted on your authority to stop it. So here's Adam. He's turned his authority over to Satan. Satan has become the God of the world system. Now what's God going to do about this situation? Now God had a problem on his hands. Now some of you think you've got problems. God had a problem. And some people think, well, God never had any problem. God had some serious problems. What's he going to do with this situation? He leased it out to Adam. Adam turned it over to Satan. Satan became the God of the world. I want to bring a couple of scriptures in here and show you what I'm talking about when I referred to the lease on the earth. God gave Adam authority over this earth and to have dominion over it. Now, he turned that authority over to Satan, and essentially what he did, he turned the lease, the earth lease that he had, over to Satan. Now, that scripture in Psalms 115, verse 16, says, The heavens, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. God gave the earth to mankind to be God over it, to be Lord over it, ruler over it. Of course, he was subordinate to God, but he was the one that made the decision over what happened here. Now, he turned that over to Satan, and Satan became the God of this world. But Satan does not own this world. He's the God of the world system. 
Now, there's another scripture that sometimes, if you think about it, I know I thought about it for years, and I wondered how you bring it in here. How does it agree with that? Psalms 24.1 says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Well, now, which one of those is right? The heavens, even the heavens, are the Lord, but the earth had thee given to the children of men. And then it says, The earth is the Lord's. Now, is it the Lord's or is it man's? <laughs> which one of them's right? Well, both of them are right. And let me show you why. You see, uh, I have a farm in England, Arkansas. And uh, I quit farming several years ago, and I leased my farm out. I've got a lease agreement that says that this certain individual has five years that he has a lease on my farm. Now, he can raise whatever he wants to raise on it. I mean, I don't have control over what he raises on that farm. It's up to him. I gave him the lease on it. Now, if I were to go out there and say to him, now, we're not going to raise any soybeans this year, and we're not going to raise any rice. What we're going to do is raise cucumbers and bananas. <laughs> I know what he'd do. He'd look at me and he'd say, man, you out of your gourd. I mean, your elevator don't go all the way to the top, man, if you think I'm raising cucumbers. It takes too much labor to do that. Well, I could say, uh, well, it's my farm, and I'll raise only what I want. He'd say, well, it may be your farm, all right, but I have the lease on it. And until this lease runs out, I'll raise what I want to raise on it. Now, do you see what position God was in? There's a lease on this earth. It was leased out to Adam. and He was to be God over it and to decide what to be done with it. And he had a right to make decisions. God gave him that right. He made the wrong decisions, but he had the right to make the decision that he made. But what the decision he made was wrong. And that didn't mean that he didn't sin. He did sin. But you see what position God was in. He's leased the earth out. Now what's he going to do? Well, what he did, he began to make covenants. Now to understand this, you have to understand that God was on the outside looking in this thing. He'd been shut out by man. And he had bowed his knee to an outlaw spirit. Adam hadn't turned the lease over to Satan. Satan was running rampant in the earth and causing all kinds of problems, sickness, disease, and the curse had come in full swing. What's God going to do? First thing he did, he started making covenants. He started making covenants with men. He made a covenant with Adam. He made a covenant with Noah. And let's look into Noah's covenant. In the 6th chapter of Genesis, verse 18, he said, But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons' wives, with thee. Now this was the covenant that God made with Noah. And God spake unto Noah and to his sons with him, saying, I, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you and with every living creature that is with you for a perpetual generation. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all of this week we have CD offer number 7607. It's entitled, Keys to Understanding the Bible. Six CDs for $43 plus $7 postage and handling, a total of $50.
And in this series, we share with you major keys to understanding the Bible. Hosea 4, 6, God said, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. If you don't know what God's Word said, you can't believe for it. Second Peter chapter 1, Peter said, God hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Now, how many things has He given us? All things. All the promises of God are yes and amen. That's what the Apostle Paul says, Second Corinthians, the first chapter. He said, we didn't preach to you yes on this and no on that promise. He said, all the promises of God are yes and amen. In other words, God's already said yes to it. We ought to be saying amen to it. What we need to realize is that God has made provision for us. And so many times people don't understand the Genesis account. If you don't understand the Genesis account, you will never understand the Bible clearly. Because God created the heavens and the earth. And he created, the Bible says, Jesus in his likeness. And if you'll notice in the context of Genesis chapter 1, it says, God said and God saw. God said and God saw. In other words, words create images, and the Bible says, Jesus said, you can have what you say if you believe and doubt not in your heart. He was acting on the God kind of faith when he created the earth. He framed the world with his words. That's offer number 7607 for a total of $50. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Couch reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.